It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is December 18th, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. All right, thank you, Bill. And uh, we always, Bill always comes up with some news articles, and right now we're looking at two of them here. That uh, one, these guys are rolling thunder are all in their seventies. What's going on with them? Are they sort of getting a little bummed out? Well, Gary, you know these guys have been a success for more than thirty years yeah. with Rolling Thunder arriving uh, on the National Mall in Washington D.C. Uh, doing the uh, Memorial Day uh, uh, celebration. And, and Gary, what has happened is that, uh, you know, they've grown in such large numbers now that just the cost of being able to support this event is uh, kind of uh, driving them, uh, you know, back into the closet. This yeah. coming Memorial Day, they're expecting uh, one million riders to show wow. up on the National Mall. Can you imagine? One million riders. Wow. And, uh, you know, for the past 30 years, uh, it's been this event that has drawn attention to our military members who are still missing in action. But uh, as the growth has come about for security reasons and cleaning up after the uh, after the event, it's uh, it skyrocketed in cost some two hundred thousand uh, dollars now in expense that the group uh, just can't uh, continue to afford. So the uh, the the exit uh, uh, from this uh, Gary is that uh, they will still be present, but in smaller numbers, and the organization is encouraging the uh, 90 plus chapters that they have around the country to uh, do things on a smaller scale. Wow, that's unbelievable. I hate to be behind that line of a million writers. <laughs> oh man, you know it, 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 it takes about three different staging areas uh, in the local area as they uh, you know get ready to uh, to make that ride down on the National Mall. And one of the, lo- uh, the three locations is the Pentagon's parking lot uh, just across the river in Virginia. Uh-huh. Wow. That's unbelievable. But you know, it, was, it was something else when it was going on, and, and maybe they can continue a portion of it later on. Who knows? Um, the other article you had, uh, Bill, is the VA had a new pilot program with mental health support to help bring down the number of suicides. Can you give us a little more detail on that? Well, absolutely. This is a joint effort, uh, Gary, with the uh, with the mental health administration portion of the VA and uh, DOD. And, and you know, Gary, it, it, it's been our theme here with the American Heroes Network that we don't wait until September for suicide awareness prevention. We think suicide prevention awareness is something that should be done each day. Every day. But what's happening now is uh, uh, in July of this coming year, uh, 2019, uh, they're going to bring back uh, 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 some units uh, to spend about a week at Fort Fort Bragg, uh, North Carolina, to um, to look at these uh, individuals who've uh, uh, left active duty, come re- resorted to veteran status, and let's kind of just study some of the programs 
that uh, uh, and, and, and introduce them to that they need to help uh, with this uh, situation. The one unit in particular that's going to be back is the uh, Bravo uh, uh, Company of the uh, 508th uh, Parachute Infantry Regiment and 82nd Airborne Division. And, uh, again, it's also to uh, pay some strong attention to those men and women who've been uh, released from active duty with less to, under less than honorable conditions and take a look at uh, their situation and to uh, monitor and hopefully that we can reduce uh, this suicide uh, of uh, 22 a day or whatever that number is. And, Gary, as you might recall, just this morning you and I talked about uh, – in Colonel down in Florida at the uh, Bay Pines VA Hospital in his full dress uh, military uniform, full colonel, sitting on his uh, uh, medical records and uh, took his own life in the parking lot. Yeah, that's we terrible. have got to find ways to to uh, uh, change the situation around. That's unbelievable. Don't want to hear stories like that. Well, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Well, Gary, it's an honor to introduce Mike Saunders. Mike uh, Saunders, as the Director of Military and Consumer Policy, Mike leads Veteran Education Successes Consumer Protection Policy Work, including Service Members Protection under the Military Lending Act, and Service Members Civil Relief Act. Now, Mike joined uh, BES as Legal Advocacy Director in July this year, 2018, bringing a professional experience as a longtime policy advocate for veterans at the Retired Enlisted Association. As Deputy Legislative Director for eight years at the Retired Enlisted Association, Mike represented the interests of enlisted personnel before Congress on tax issues, consumer issues, and veterans' benefits, as well as various other military personnel and veterans' issues. Mike is a third-generation member of the Army. Mike served in the Army from 1999 to 2001 in Bravo Company, first of the 66 Armor, 4th Infantry Division out of Fort Hood, Texas, the oldest tank regiment in the Army. Mike has degrees in history and economics from William and Mary College in Virginia and a law degree from the University of Richmond. Mike Saunders, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. And you have a, it was great to have you on board right now. And I'll tell you what, why don't we go ahead and have a break, and then we can come back and really get into this to spend a little bit more time. Otherwise, we're going to, you know, mess up the day. <laughs> You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Mike, with Veteran Education Success. Now, Mike... You know, why don't you give us a short rundown on what's going on with the GI Bill and the federal education programs for veterans and service members, and how is Veterans Education Success Organization helping? So, that's a very complicated question. <laughs> the, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, to, keep it, to keep it brief, the uh, last year Congress passed what's called the Forever GI Bill, which has a bunch of different components to it, but the, the highlights were that it uh, got rid of the 15-year delimiting date for using the GI Bill, so that made it for a forever benefit for everybody. And it did, it did about 20 different things, but in particular, it changed the uh, calculation for the basic allowance for housing. And in doing so, there were some problems with the VA's IT system, and we basically had to hold VA's feet to the fire to make sure that they take care of everybody who's using the benefit in an appropriate manner instead of uh, ignoring some of <laughs> the underpayments that they, they're currently making. So we're, we're holding their feet to the fire making sure that they're taking care of everybody. Bill? Well, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Veterans Education Success's mission is to protect and defend the integrity and promises of the GI Bill and other federal education program for vets and service members. Give our listening audience uh, some of the services, the specific services that are provided uh, by VES. Well, uh, it basically, we, we've gotten a lot of different, uh, complaints and questions from people regarding their education benefits from getting hit with, um, uh, clawback notices from the Department of Veterans Affairs saying that the VA has gone back and audited courses that they took and decided they weren't eligible. We helped them through that situation. We've helped people process, as I mentioned, their uh, BAH claims uh, so that they don't get evicted. Uh, And we help people who have been taken advantage of by uh, unscrupulous schools who were maybe made promises on the front end that didn't turn out to be true either as they were going through school or after they graduated, they found out that they were misled one way or another. It's a, uh, it's an increasingly common problem that we're, we're having to deal with. So basically the, the whole range of education issues that veterans can face. Yeah. You know, Mike, uh, as, uh, we spoke earlier, I've always believed that the, uh, the greatest void in the veterans, community is a lack of information and uh, those things we don't know we don't know and they uh, can seem to uh, be in our way uh, as we uh, progress along to create problems now uh, noticing from your very comprehensive uh, website that uh, there was a Senate committee investigation uh, 
finding about the loopholes that will call the 90 slash 10. That right. uh, uh, committee, I think, is uh, chaired by uh, Senator Johnny Isaacson from Georgia. Give us uh, uh, our listening audience of what was the findings on, on the part of that uh, by the committee. Well, the, the committee made a lot of different uh, findings, but in particular, they found that the, the 90-10 rule incentivized certain schools to target veterans because of the nature of their, uh, their education benefit. So for a little bit of background, the 90-10 rule refers to uh, 90% federal funding and 10% private funding. Uh, that is designed to create what's called a market test, which makes sure that schools are able to get at least 10% of their funding from the private market. Unfortunately, uh, because of the loophole, uh, veterans' benefits, the all kinds of uh, GI Bill, the post-9-11 Montgomery, um, and DOD tuition assistance benefits do not count as federal funding. So certain schools will target veterans and active duty service members to get around this 90-10 rule because for every veteran or service member that they sign up, they can then get nine more uh, students who are completely on federal loan money. So it, cre- it creates kind of a perverse incentive system for them to target veterans. And we found that a lot of the schools that do this to get around the 90-10 rule are not exactly providing a good return on investment. Let's put it that way. So actually that should be something, number one, that uh, our our taxpayers should be uh, concerned about that. Uh, that, 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 that situation. Uh, uh, what, what are your thoughts about that? This, again, with information, I mean, being out there to, because ordinarily we don't hear of these kinds of things uh, that uh, veterans have to deal with as they return from home and community uh, uh, after combat in the battlefield, and they're trying to create a new direction for their lives. And then there's, you know, there's another mountain there to climb that can create tremendous damage for them. Absolutely. It's a real, it's a real minefield. And, you know, it's funny that you brought up that Senate report. So at the, uh, they had a press release for it. And at the press release, they had a veteran who was harmed by one of these schools. And, and I was at the, I was at it. This was 2012, 2013. And I was looking at this veteran. I could have sworn I knew this guy. And I did. He was Sergeant Elliott. He was in Charlie Company from, uh, from 166 Armor. And, uh, we, we had served together. It was, you know, it, it was nice to see Sergeant Elliott. Uh, in Washington, D.C., but it was horrible to see him under those circumstances. He didn't waste his GI Bill on education that was not going to help him at all. And, you know, VES really is making an effort to go out in every single avenue that is available to reach people to try to tell them, you know, you got to make a good decision on the front end, otherwise you're really going to regret it on the back end. And, yeah. I've been at this job since July. I have seen, I've talked to a lot of people who have made those decisions and they're, it, it's, the, the words that are coming out of their mouths are very, very distressing to me. Um, they feel like failures. They feel like they, they, uh, it's just, not something that you want to hear out of people who have raised the right hand to protect and defend this country. It's really a, it's really a problem. So we're trying to attack it on the front end, giving people the information that they need to make good decisions. Well, you know, Mike, uh, one of the, one of the uh, scams that I've heard of, and you've probably also that, uh, that seems to really, uh, uh, 
irk uh, members of uh, our community is that, and, and, I, and I don't know if this is, is strictly uh, uh, pertaining to uh, online uh, education programs, but, uh, you know, where uh, they will uh, in, in, make promises up front uh, that uh, the, the, the veteran will, uh, you know, get this, that, uh, in terms of uh, licensing and uh, certification, and uh, it doesn't always pan out. Uh, the other situation that uh, I've commonly heard of, whereby um, uh, when they're signing up for the program, uh, they talk about the uh, either the two-semester uh, 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 setup at the school or the quarter system, but there's uh, instead of two uh, semesters, there there are three semesters, an additional quarter, and they're using up their their their, their funding support uh, probably a year ahead of when they should be getting the degree. How common is it that you find those kinds of circumstances that you have to deal with? Um, that's a good question. I don't, in an overall picture, I probably can't answer that question. It, it, is, it does happen, though. We've seen the situations that you've described in addition you know, they, unfortunately, because of what I described, the 90-10 rule, the incentive is to simply get veterans in the door. Once they get them in the door, they'll make all kinds of promises. They'll promise them the world. They get them in the door. They get the funding. And then the incentive to actually make sure that they get a decent education, can get a job on the back end, it, it disappears. So you're right. The... Uh, a lot of misleading promises are made. They're told that their education benefits will cover their, their school completely. They come to find out a year, year and a half before they graduate that, oh, you, you need to take out loans. In some situations, they're told to sign documents up front that are actually uh, master promissory notes. Loans are taken out that they're not aware of. That's a very common uh, situation that we've run into. Um, you know, and misleading job prospects on the back end. Um, what you described, signing people up for uh, courses and degrees that they're not they're not eligible to to have the job after they graduate. You know, they need to there need to be there needs to be stricter oversight to make sure that these practices aren't taking place. And unfortunately, the Department of Veterans Affairs, the Veterans Benefits Administration, is falling down on the job right now. So a Inspector General report came out two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that looked at this very issue. Um, the state approving agencies and the Veterans Benefits Administration have kind of dual jurisdiction to decide whether or not a school is eligible for GI Bill funding. And the Inspector General report said that unless drastic changes are made, and over the next five years, about two, $2.2 to $2.5 billion is going to go to schools that are not providing a uh, adequate re return on taxpayer money. Um, it's a real issue. Well, you know, Mike, as I can recall, uh, in my service at the uh, uh, Department of Veterans Affairs in the state of Maryland, uh, you know, we went through an arduous uh, uh, program of making sure all of the school certifying officers, primarily at the public uh, colleges and in, 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 in universities, that they to make sure that these kinds of things that they were were, were well-schooled in the area, and they, they were there to be the counselors to make sure that these kinds of situations uh, 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 d did not occur. So, and I guess what I'm hearing from you is that the VA really is not following up with some of these schools where we've got these who were certified by the VA to actually observe situations like this from not occurring. It's occurring anyhow. 
Would that be the case? Yeah. That the, the, the VA is not uh, following up with the certi- school certification offices. Yeah, it's our understanding that the VA is not using the authorities that they currently have and in a lot of different areas. Um, so we're, that's part of VES's uh, mission going forward is to get the VA to get a little bit more proactive on these issues. All right. And it sounds like they, it sounds like they understand as well. Um, the, the IG report caught a lot of people's attention. All right. Sorry? We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Mike from Veterans Education Success Organization. And Mike, uh, if I could share something with you, uh, we uh, the last time we interviewed the Veterans Education Success Organization, which was not too long ago, uh, I had some one of their listeners uh, call me and ask me about a situation that he was going to school, uh, and he was told that uh, the next step would be. Um, throwing out getting a loan for a hundred thousand dollars to complete his commercial training uh, within airlines but the airlines already told him that he was too old to become a pilot (laughs) which is kind of of funny Um, but how can how can somebody handle a situation like that what should they do uh, when they run across this well that's a tough one. If you have yeah. spoken to professionals in in the industry, and the answer is you're you're too old to, to <laughs> yeah. work, I I don't see a way around it. To be perfectly honest, it sounds like people are willing to take your money, and then they don't care what happens to you on the back end. You, you need right. to listen to professionals in the field, and when. When you're told that very real answer that there is an age limit, for instance, uh, joining the military is another one. Uh, you know, it, that, that's the answer. Yeah. Well, the guy was only 32 years old, and he was told by the airlines because he was training to be a pilot that uh, uh, 32 was too old uh, to work for, start working for an airlines, and uh, of course he could keep trying and take out a hundred thousand dollar loan on top of that which <laughs> you know there's 10 years ago around flight school training recently um they're, they're still hashing out exactly what that benefit is going to look like is my understanding so yeah that, that's uh it's a tricky situation wow that's unbelievable and bill 
Well, uh, Mike, you were mentioning uh, uh, an, an area of, um, I think, of interest uh, for our listening audience is the uh, loan forgiveness program. Give us give us some insights about that. So, right. I just wanted to spread awareness about an issue that has been percolating a little bit recently. Um, back in December of 2016, the Department of Education announced that if you were totally and permanently disabled, uh, they would forgive your student loans. So, they announced a matching program with the Department of Affairs. They looked for veterans who have student loans who are either 100% uh, have a 100% disability rating from the VA or are individually unemployable. So under uh, VA rules, that's how you qualify for this program. So it turns out that there are about 42,000 veterans who have student loans who are eligible for this program. They sent out letters in April. The Department of Education sent out letters. Uh, Only about 8,000 veterans have applied for this. And of the 42,000 who are eligible, about 25,000 of them are currently in default on their student loans, which can have huge negative uh, repercussions for your life, your credit report, uh, you know, your your uh, car loan rates are higher, your phone bill is higher, it's uh, harder to rent an apartment, it's almost impossible to buy a house. It, it can have a serious negative effect on your life. So the uh, tax bill that passed at the end of last year made the forgiveness of student loans a non-taxable event uh, at the federal level. And it's our understanding that about 40 states already follow the federal rule on this. So about 80% of veterans would not have any tax liability whatsoever. But again, only one out of five has even applied for it. So uh, I'm just trying to get the word out to people, to as many people who possibly know somebody who falls into this situation that if you have student loans and you're 100% disabled or you're uh, individually unemployable from the VA, you should check out this program. And the website is disabilitydischarge.com. It's managed by the Department of Education and Nelnet, which is the loan servicer. So you can go to this website or you can call Nelnet seven days a week at 1-888-303-7818 from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Or you can email disabilityinformation at nelnet.net, N-E-T, to, for any questions or to get the process started. All right. Well, Is it, uh, go ahead. No, Mike, I was going to say that, that that's so important. And, Gary, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, hearing this from Mike, uh, uh-huh. if we can get something from him to, uh, uh, you know, place on the website as a an attention and a reminder uh, for our veterans in the community, because this is so important. You know, and, and Mike, this gets back to, uh, some of the other areas that it, it, it seems like there's a thread that runs through here that uh, uh, m- many of our men and women who've served when they come back and they attempt to get you know health care from the uh, from the VA and they go into a clinic or a, a, a hospital and they they, they get uh, you know uh, uh, turned off because uh, they haven't up uh, 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 Enroll into the program. You know, to get health care, you have to enroll either in person at a clinic or at a hospital, or you um, or go online and do that, and they miss that. And we know with those uh, percentages that you just mentioned in the figures that of the 200, uh, I think it's uh, 20 million veterans uh, that uh, that. Uh, uh, in the uh, in the population around the country, only about 8.5 million are enrolled in the in, in, in the system. So 
Right. You know, that that's a tremendous uh, uh, shortfall there. And, you know, something just recently with retirees, the... Uh, uh, who were in the uh, Delta Dental program uh, were, were were informed that uh, they, after this year, Delta Dental will not be providing those services that you've got to go to the uh, federal program. And as of December 4th, of the 800,000 uh, uh, retirees, only 400,000 had, re- had responded. So here again is that information gap. Is so important in getting the word out to uh, 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 men and women who serve, so they don't get uh, caught up in situations such as this. I'm really glad you mentioned that 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 uh, Fed FedVet program. Yeah, that that was a big focus of the Retired Enlisted Association is getting that information in the hands of of everybody. Tell all the retirees you know you had to sign up for that. And you know, in in, in, in something else that uh, I just uh, I just picked this up just before the the program today. You were mentioned about the uh, 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 the unemployability, individual unemployability. You know, it seems that that's raising its ugly head again. Now it was back doing when uh, 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 Secretary Shokin was the. Uh, the, the Secretary for Veterans Affairs now of eliminating that. They're talking about trying to eliminate IU uh, after you reach the age of 67 when you become eligible for uh, Social Security and to, uh, to take that away. Uh, and this could, on an average, I think it was something like almost $1,400 a month that would be uh, eliminated from the benefits end. Uh, That's just unconscionable about that, and the the information in is so important. I mean, those folks, if you're IU, you know, by definition, you're not working. So you're not working, you're not paying into Social Security. So what, what what does becoming Social Security eligible do for you? Well, yeah, that—that's that, a good point. That's a good point. But you see, uh, uh, most of us in the veteran community don't understand that, and I think that this is a way that the VA uh, uh, is trying to reduce paying these benefits. But uh, uh, my, my gosh, uh, this, this makes no sense at all. And you take uh, a veteran who maybe been receiving those benefits for 10, 15, 20 years, and you're talking about taking that away, well, you're creating a, a tremendous uh, a problem for them in, uh, in their day-to-day living, uh, actually placing them in, in poverty. Right. The, the only way to do that is to somehow uh, supplement those Social Security losses. Right? You, you simply can't do it for people who are currently over the age of uh, 67. Uh, that's unconscionable. Yeah, yeah. Mike, one other thing uh, I saw of interest uh, uh, from the website is encouraging uh, whistleblowers to come forward uh, with confidential, uh, confidentiality and anonymity uh, to provide information to help those individuals based upon their bad experiences uh, with this uh, education program. Talk a little bit about uh, how uh, one can uh, participate in that. Yeah, well, they they can uh, reach out to the, uh, the email on our website. It's I don't have it in front of me. I think it's uh, help at Veterans Education Success. Yep, that's but, it. That's uh, what I'm seeing. That is it? Okay. <laughs> that was a lucky guess. Um, but, yeah, we we work with whistleblowers who are watching these abuses happen. They're Sometimes they're trained that way. They realize that what they're doing isn't correct. They're making promises to people to simply get them in the door, to suck their benefits, and then they kick them out, and they're not providing them with the tools to participate in the modern economy. So... What these people, 
we've worked with uh, a good number of them over the years. Uh, they'll come to us and tell, tell us what's going on, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, connect them with law enforcement and help to build investigations that, uh, that hopefully take out some of these bad actors. Um, I don't have them in front of me right now, but I had some really good quotes in uh, the testimony that I gave last week to the uh, New York General Assembly about some of these whistleblowers. And, you know, they're, they're human beings. They, they know what's going on. These people know right from wrong. And they don't feel good when they're doing it. Once, once you find out that you're being told to make promises to people that turn out to not be true on the back end, particularly in regards to what kind of salary you can expect after graduating. I mean, that's what, that's why people go to school. They go, they go to school to get trained to make themselves more marketable. And if that's not happening, well, you know, <laughs> we think it's that creating it a problem that everybody is creating a problem, Mike, and it's going to continue with those uh, men and women who are out who've got uh, problems with post-traumatic stress and TBI and all the other things to uh, to really uh, exacerbate those kinds of conditions. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we've got to try to attack that as best as possible. So, so Mike, what are some of the cautionary, uh, common-sense kinds of steps that our veterans can take and consider before making a decision to enroll in an educational program? So I think probably the number one thing I would tell people to do is pay attention during transition assistance. When, when you're going through your transition assistance program, they have an education track. Pay attention to that. So every year they update uh, transition assistance. They're they're modifying the program every single year. I actually sat through it in June, and I can tell you it is a heck of a lot better than the one I went through. Um, it, they do a good job of explaining the difference between, for instance, uh, regional accreditation and national accreditation, which is a little bit counterintuitive. You would think national is better. It's not. Regional is actually better. Schools that are regionally accredited tend to be more competitive and their credits actually transfer to other schools. That, that's a big part of the problem with a lot of these schools. Once you go to a lower quality school and you figure out, you know, this isn't for me, I'm not learning anything, the education's horrible, you know, the teachers are always leaving every couple of weeks, there's, you know, nobody ever stays in the front office. Once you get into these places, you can identify them pretty quickly. The, the complaints start to sound the same. Uh, but once you're in the door and you try to transfer, you figure out no other school is going to take, no good school is going to take these credits. So you're almost trapped into going to another low-quality school. They're the only ones that will accept those types of credits. So it really is important to know before you go. Um, and to that end, if you get out and you still have uh, concerns or questions, the GI Bill comparison tool at the, uh, on the VA's website, you can Google it, pops right up, and it provides a lot of fairly good information. We're working on uh, graduation rates. There was some, uh, some discrepancies there. Some, not all of the data was being reported, but... Uh, it, it gives a pretty decent idea of at least what kinds of complaints are being made about schools and, you know, what, what you can expect after you graduate from there. So, All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Mike, with Veteran Education Success. Um, Mike, what's the URL uh, that our vet should go to? Uh, it is veterans, uh, with an S at the end, education, success, dot org, O-R-G. All right. Now you also supplied to, for us, uh, how to apply for what's going on. Now what I'll do, I'll take that link that you gave us and put it on the uh, website. So that way people can come and, and, uh, actually learn how to apply by just clicking on that link. Okay. Fantastic. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Now, Bill? Well, Mike, uh, uh, are there any uh, coming events that's planned uh, with Veterans uh, Education Success, either individually or, or you know, uh, co- cooperatively with any other organizations uh, in the community or around the country? You know, we do do that quite regularly. Um, that's planned outside of my department. <laughs> uh, okay. If you go to our website, we should have stuff like that up. Um, I know that we consistently post after-action reports on uh, our Twitter handle, which is at GIDLWrites. Um, the short answer is I'm sure there will be, but I do not know what they are. <laughs> okay. I, well, look. Yeah, I don't fly uh, around the country doing that. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, are there uh, any uh, quick success stories that you can think of of where you've been able to uh, uh, assist a uh, uh, veteran or veterans uh, in some of these issues that we talked about and it uh, uh, panned out on, on the positive side for the veteran? I would say, so, you know, we... We pretty generally are able to get uh, as much as possible for veterans. I, you know, I want to take a broader picture. I'm, I'm a policy guy. I focus on that stuff. So this past year, there was a bill called the Prosper Act in Congress in the House of Representatives. It never got to the Senate, and uh, we we showed a spotlight on it because it would have ended the public service loan forgiveness program. That was basically the pay for, for the whole thing. And once the department of defense found out, once the department of Navy found out, they actually sent letters to Congress about it. And, you know, unofficially I, I talked to my own father about it. He's, uh, he's a department of the army lawyer, you know, he's a, been over there since about 86 and I told him about this I asked him how many of his lawyers use this program and he said it's about a hundred percent he wouldn't be able to hire somebody out of the private sector to work for the Department of the Army and the Navy and DOD figure it out as well 
so we were able to get that uh, get that bill stopped, and uh, they they're rethinking the whole thing. The the importance to uh, not just national security but veterans as well. Um, but forgiveness of student loans for mental health providers to help stem the uh, veteran suicide epidemic. That was part of the Clay Hunt Save Act in 2015. So doing away with that would have had huge second and third order effects that just would have been a, a disaster. They really weren't thinking about uh, the full scope of of uh, the effects that that bill could have had. So I think the U.S. played a huge part in stopping what would have been bad policy. All right. Well, Mike, sir, we only have a couple minutes left. It was a pleasure having you on the show this morning. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Um, I would like for your listeners to uh, to just go out and, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening are veterans, and if they're not, they know veterans. And just listen to, to what they're saying. Just listen to them. Tell them what they what they heard today, and uh, spread awareness about all everything that was mentioned today. The the need for disseminating the information that we were talking about today is is huge, and uh, I I just hope that people go out and and uh, participate in their community. All right, Bill. Well, Mike, uh, thanks for being with us again today. Thank you for your service to this great country of ours, and thank you for your continued service in helping veterans uh, and even their families to become aware of some of the pitfalls that can really create havoc in our lives and their lives also. Thank you. This is so important, and, um, you know, uh, continue to to do the great things that you're doing. All right. Thank you, Bill. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on iTunes. You can also hear all our shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Oh, we won't see you next week. It's Christmas, <laughs> so you have a great you have a great Christmas, and and uh, be careful out there. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation, thanks to you.